Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I'm your host, Ren Robbins, and I'm excited that you're here. This is the place where you will feel encouraged as I share with you my friends' God stories. Whether you are on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or taking me along with you on your walk, I pray that you will feel seen by God and be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. Let's jump in. Well, hey, friend, welcome back to the Friends of a Feather podcast and the Summer of Practical. I am so excited to welcome and meet new friends, and I am going to introduce you to one of them today, and this is Sarah Light. Sarah and I met through a a mutual friend. Melody introduced us, and I feel like I have a new friend now, (laughs) so um, I'm excited that she's here, and um, welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Thank you. I can't wait to hang out today. I know. This is so fun. I feel like I know her because I was just watching some Insta stories and Insta reels. And I was like, I know Sarah now. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Sarah, would you introduce yourself? Because she has a lot going on, but some really cool things going on. So introduce yourself to us, please. Yeah. So I'm Sarah Light. I live in Ohio right now. And I'm married. My husband is in full-time ministry. He works for Young Life. And then we have four kids. And they're all pretty little still. Our youngest is two. Um, and our oldest is nine. And uh, we homeschool them right now. And then I also run a paper planner company. I uh, started that about four years ago. And I know that's what we'll be chatting about today. So that is something else I do as well. Yes, it's so great because I had heard about your planners before I had met you. Um, So that is exciting. But I will say this, y'all, whenever I have a guest come on, um, they sacrifice their time to, to meet with me and then you know, they have to ha- get childcare a lot of times. And so her husband, uh, Sarah's mm-hmm. husband is pension hit and he's um, at home with the kids so she can record this. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that um, with, you know, entrepreneurs and mamas, we have to get creative, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So Sarah, um, I like such a fan of hers uh, because of the fact that I feel like when you start a company, like you did with your planners, um, you and you have four kids. So you have to have, I don't want to say balance, but you have to know where your priorities lie. Mm-hmm. You have to know that. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about focus and things. But before we get started, would you tell us the name of your company and how it started? So we can kind of have a, a framework for that. Yeah. So it's called Soul Planners, that's S-O-L. And it started when I was actually at the end of a, of a different season of work for myself. I used to be in direct sales and um, a leader in a company and um, always just looking for a planner that would allow me to plan my work, but also plan things at home as well. Because I knew both things were important. I wanted to be intentional in both areas. And I just couldn't find something that could hold it all at the level I needed it to hold. And I'd always have like all these notebooks and journals and planner all spilling everywhere. I was like the bag lady everywhere I went. So So, um, yeah, so that's why I created the planner and I was trying to think of what to name it. And, um, soul 
it come it does start with my initials. So my initials are SOL, but what really made me run with it is just how soul stands for sun. And when God designed our days, it it is based on the sun. And you know, that is the marking of the beginning and ending of a day. And that is how we mark our time. And since a planner is gonna help you plan your time, it just seemed to be a great fit. So soul planners. I love that. I love, number one, I love that it is, are your initials. I mean, hello. <laughs> and then I love the fact that it has that meaning behind it of the sun. That's what our days consist of. And we all have the same, I've heard, you know, we all have the same amount of hours. We all have the same amount of minutes and seconds in a day. Um, and to really make that, um, make it really matter. So, okay. And here's, I, this is what I love also about um, your company. And we're going to go into like how that really can help us and how we plan and also how we focus on things um, that I read on your website where you said in a culture that praises the pattern of hurry, that you do the opposite of that. And so I really like that because I feel like that is even even of the past year since we've been in the pandemic and things that everything slowed down a little bit, but it still is the culture of hurry. Like the faster you can do something, the better it's going to be. And so tell me a little bit of how you, you really do the opposite of that, where you create margin in, in your planner and in, in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I almost used the word busy when I was thinking about that, but I don't think busyness is bad. It It's the chaos and the hurry and the mindless, distracted running around from thing to thing that I feel like we need to be intentional about not getting caught up in. Um, one image I always have, um, especially when I was first starting this planner, I the verse in, I think it's in one of the Chronicles and it's, and it says how the spirit of the Lord roams the earth. He's searching for those whose hearts are fully committed to him so he can strengthen them. And I have, I just had this picture of all these women, even Christian women, just running frantically around, just doing things, going everywhere and not even like looking up and thinking half the time. And he's like searching for someone, just someone who's committed to him and who's ready to orient their day around him and um, having a hard time finding somebody. And I was like, I, I got to help women whose hearts are ready to be committed to him to actually have their time reflect that as well. And that does not happen just randomly. We're all, as most things on our earth, we just tend to move towards chaos and it takes a lot of intention to bring order and structure into your day. Now you don't want to become rigid and unflexible. So we usually go from one end way to the <laughs> other. Um, at least I do. I uh -huh. tend to just get so structured that I fall apart if my plan doesn't go wrong. And so I've had to learn how to be flexible and I try to use the phrase to plan tightly, but to hold loosely. Mm -hmm. Plan tightly, but hold your plans loosely because things don't go according to plan but there's benefit to planning and structuring your day. Oh, that's really good. That's speaking to me because of the idea of margin and plan tightly. It's not going to happen on its own. Like we have to be intentional. I heard you say the word intentional. We have to be intentional about it. So what are some ways that we can do that? Maybe even practical ways that we can really be intentional with our time. Yeah. 
I know this is the summer of practical. So I got some five steps for you. Here's a yes. checklist for you. Okay. <laughs> no, it's summer. And this is the like least likely time to get a planner, start a planner, use a planner. So you might want to apply these in the fall or just start practicing now. And you don't need a planner to do to do these things. But um, it, it does all start. You have to know your priorities in order to honor them. <laughs> you have to be aware of them. So I would spend if you're not clear on what your deepest values are, um, I recommend starting there. Most of us, you know, faith and family is going to be very high on our list. And those are often the things that don't shout very loudly sometimes. And so they can be um, ignored or neglected, not intentionally, but there is a download on my website. If someone needs help, like what are my values besides faith and family or besides the big ones, what else is really important to me? What are my priorities? What are my values? There's like a little worksheet you can work through. Um, but here's, here's kind of my process for having my calendar reflect my priorities. The first thing I always do is I just start with a brain dump because we all got way too much going on in our brain. So much stuff running around way more than you even realize. So just starting with the brain dump, everyone can start with a brain dump. If you have a pen and a napkin, there you go. That's all you need. Grab a notebook, grab a paper, whatever. Um, and just brain dump it out. And the more often you can brain dump, I think the more cleared out your brain becomes, the more creative you become, the more present you are with people, because you're not constantly have to, having to run reminders through your brain, like call this person back, text this person back, set this babysitter up, call, you know, all those things. Once they're on paper, your paper catches it for you and you no longer have to have those things running through your brain. So I brain dump weekly, like a Sunday night routine is what I get into. And it, it just lets me get everything out. And then I rank everything I dumped out, whatever the things I'm like, okay, I got all this out. And I've kind of chunked like what I'm going to try to do this week. You know, some of them are just like, I needed to, re I just needed to get this out of my brain. But some of it is to do things. There are things I want to do this week. Um, once I have that list, I rank them in order of priority. That that has been a game changer to me. I, I just go one through 10 or 20 and I figure out what is most important to me. What is most reflective of my values, my priorities, my goals? What are the things on this list that is actually going to move me forward? Once I ask myself that question, it filters out some of the, I don't even need to do some of the things that I, that I wrote down, um, yeah. but I, I rank them and then I just, I highlight the top three things. So I'm very, very, very clear on what is most important, what's most reflective of my values. And I'm staring it on paper, which is accountability in and of itself. Cause I, I identified it and now it's time to follow through. <laughs> So the first step was to brain dump. The second step was to rank them and highlight your top three. And then if you do use a calendar or a planner or anything you use to schedule out your week, I highly recommend having those top three things visually right there, right next mm -hmm. to them. So all week when you're like, okay, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do next? Those are the top three things because life is not going to go according to plan. But if you can get those three things moving forward, you're you're still going to feel like you're winning that week and you are going to be investing in the things that are most important to you. Okay. Let me stop you right there. So the top three things are for the week. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So like, give us an example of like the top three things. Like one would be like, make sure I make dinner. <laughs> 
<laughs> probably because I need reminding. I don't know. Well, I mean, what what would be a that example? is an important thing. <laughs> but some things are habits, thankfully. Okay, okay. Um, that might be something you're working on. So you might like uh, maybe making a monthly meal plan might be really important, and you just got to get it done. It's going to take some time, and you got to do that. That's like your priority for the week. Um, right now, finishing some edits for the next planner that is on one of my top priorities. It's on there. It's going to take intention. Um, I need to. I need to do that. You might have a birthday in your family that week, and you need to prioritize um, planning that event. Or um, I, I am so goal oriented, so I'm constantly asking my big goal that I'm working on. What's the next thing that's going to move me closer to that? So for me, one of my top three is always going to be connected to like a goal I'm working on. Okay. Um, okay. You're trying to run, you know, and getting out for a run is your top priorities. It can be anything. Okay. Okay. And is it when, I'm sorry, I'm getting so detailed, but when you do the three, is it something you work on every day maybe? Or is it just, it might be like one thing? Um, well, the next thing I was going to say, the next step I do is if these items, that everyone is so different, but if these items require a lot of focus, like it mm -hmm. could be if you do run a business and you need to write a blog post or record a podcast, those things you can't just like do in 15 minutes waiting for your kids to get out of school. You need some focused, undistracted time. So once I have my top three items, if any of them require a deeper focus, I schedule a block of time into my calendar and I call it just a time block. That's what time blocking is. It's just, this is a block of undistracted time where I'm going to give my best work for 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it is that you need to do. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So that's when you're, you know, your schedule is going to reflect those priorities. Sometimes you might not need to do that. If your priority is to, I'm trying to think of an example. Well, if it is to do like a big meal plan, you're going to need an hour or two to do that if it's for mm -hmm. um, a Come good on. time. And for you to look up the recipes and make the grocery list, you're going to need some undistracted time. So to, to make sure your kids are occupied or you're undistracted in that time and to make sure that that rock is placed in your schedule and it's going to happen. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. Next tip. Ooh, yeah. This is good. Lastly, it's just to review at the end of the week because it's, I think this takes practice, the, the process of identifying what's important, trying to live it out and then tweaking for the next week. I'll give you a couple of review questions that I ask myself, but it does, it does take practice. It's kind of like budgeting your money the first time. You're like, whoa, that didn't go wrong. Go well. And you tweak it and you can figure it out. It's similar to that. It takes a couple weeks, a couple months to, to get into the flow. And um, I love to ask myself questions like, what brought me the most joy this week? So you can figure out like what, sometimes that's indicators to what's important to you and what you want more of in your week and in your life. Um, I ask myself, how did I honor my top priorities? And that can be a hard question to answer. Like, what, how did I actually honor them? Did I, did I spend time on them? Did I even think about them? Did I let myself get too, too crazy this week? What do I need to change for next week? And, and I always ask myself, what progress do I want to make next week towards my monthly goals? Mm, so good. This is great because it's practical and it's, um, it's meeting us where we are, like mm -hmm. wherever we are, you know, what are your priorities? I love the word that you said, priorities, intentional. 
Um, and it's practice. It takes practice. So tell me, how do you, how do you do this with four kids, mm -hmm. with um, a, a wife, a mom and a business owner, and you are a one woman shop. Mm -hmm. So how do you do all this? Yeah. Like I said, every Sunday night I do my brain dump and prioritize. So I know going into the week, what is most important. And I think a lot of a lot of your listeners are probably similar to me in that every single day is so different. I don't have the same schedule every day. Some days I'm working, some days I'm not, some days I'm homeschooling or trying to work out and sometimes I don't. So every day has a different schedule, but the things that are the same every day is I try to wake up before my kids always and I read my Bible just to get my perspective and my mind. And um, that's how I want to start every single day. Keeps me steady. And um, because at the beginning of the week, I did my brain dump and I know my priorities and I kind of scheduled them into my week. Um, I know daily, like, okay, this is just today. I know if nothing else happens, I need to at least do this one thing. Mm -hmm. or I need to move forward in this one area. Um and not, I really don't complicate it much more than that because if it's too complicated, I won't do it. Um, when when life gets a little crazy, you're not going to do something that's super complicated. Um, so keep it simple. Just keep your priorities narrowed down to a couple. Mm, I think that's probably the key to it for me because my focus just, if I have a lot to do, then it just gets mm -hmm. just just everywhere. So I like how you said that you know your priorities at the beginning of the week. And then you pick that one thing that you want to like, if, if nothing goes wrong, you know, if everything goes wrong today, this one thing is going to happen. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. How do you teach your kids how to do this? How to, how to plan? Do you do that? Where you kind yeah. of encourage your kids how to, how to be organized like this? A little bit. They're still a little young, but my nine-year-old yeah. who, you know, she needs to do her schoolwork. She has a, I do make her list for her, like her checklist for the, for the week or the day, but then she ultimately gets to figure out when in her day she's going to do it and what needs to happen that day. Um, and I kind of give her freedom to do that. And now I might give her like little hints, like we would really love to go to the park today. So if you can get this done before we go, you're going to feel a lot better. Yes. Oh, I tell my eight-year-old son that the whole, like, if you, let's just, let's just get it done. Let's just get the homework done so that we can not think about it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just want to play some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. But it is, it's, it's good that we're doing it for, I mean, we have to do it for ourselves first. Mm -hmm. We have to do it for ourselves and then we can pass that on to our kids and train them how to do this, mm -hmm. you know, and make, you know, what matters count. So how can we, when you make that priority list for the week, um, how do you integrate your faith and family and your business? Do you pick like one for each or is it just whatever, you know, if there's a family birthday, you put it on there. Um, how do you do that? That's a great question. I'll try to answer it. It's so much easier when I have paper that I can point to, but <laughs> At the very beginning of the year, I kind of overview look. A lot of people like to do this in January or at the yeah. beginning of the school year, like physical health, mental health, spiritual. And I have all the areas of my life and how I want to grow and show up in each area. I do not try to tackle them all at once because I'll end January feeling so overwhelmed. And yes. so each month or each quarter, I will just pick one area, okay. one. Okay. 
one. It's so hard to narrow it down, especially when it's like two really important things. Mm. I sometimes I'm like sweating trying to decide like, like one of these in the in like in the final moments, one of these is going to win over the other. And I'm going to decide right now which one it's going to be. Mm. And um, and then the next month I'll choose a different area or I might choose the same area if I realize, you know, more growth needs to happen. So one area at a time to really, really like focus on. It doesn't mean other things don't happen, but like as far as tracking and check boxes and all of those fun things, mm. um, one area at a time. Okay. And do you have this in your planner? Mm-hmm. I- I'm ready to buy. Like, I'm just saying I'm ready to buy right now. <laughs> yes. The planner really helps you go from annual to quarterly, to monthly, to weekly, to daily, to really do that clearly, mm-hmm. succinctly, and not, you know, there's structure, but there's freedom to kind of do your own thing too. So a lot of people really struggle in the jump from like the annual or even the monthly goal to like, how do I show up today? Like, what is, mm-hmm. what, there's like a big gap there. What do you, how do you connect them all? And and so the planner really helps connect those dots. Do you have a spot for brain dumping? Weekly. Yep. Wow. Right before you go into your week, every single week in the planner, there's a spot for brain dumping, a place to rank it, and then a place to write down your top three. The ranking I have never heard. And I think that really puts when the rubber meets the road, mm-hmm. how are these things going to rank? Like mm-hmm. how are your priorities going to rank? And you know, I think a lot of us, our priority might be something that is not, you know, focused on what it needs to be. You know, I mean, I think a lot of times our priorities, I know mine, um, get out of shift, like get out of just cl- the clarity isn't there. And it's just, it's out of whack. Yeah. So how do we get it back in whack if we are like, okay, my priorities are this this week. And man, oh, I probably sh- should have been spending more time on my family and cleaning the house and taking care of my home instead of my business. Not that I have any experience with this, right? Not that we're speaking from personal experience. (laughs) What would you say to me? (laughs) I think the reflection at the end of the week helps you kind of tweak, pivot, get back on track. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard Marie Forleo, an author, um, she says, I win or I learn, but I never lose. (laughs) I often say Mm -hmm. that like, okay, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm going to learn from it. I either won or I'm learning and I'm going to tweak something and try again next week. Uh, Mm -hmm. You are so right. Like the things that are often just urgent and loud will get our attention. Like your kid's school project is due tomorrow. They didn't work on it. And like, and you just spend the whole rest of your day that, and that is like so not important in the big scheme of things, but it, it drew you in for that. And, but you can still learn from it. You can learn something for the next week or the next season to, you know, look ahead or ask a different question to your child or something. There's something to learn from there. Um, so I wouldn't beat yourself up. Just, you know, what can I tweak next week and pivot? Hmm. That's freeing for me to hear that because it's not, you know, one week is not the rest of your life and you can tweak and change and um, set your priorities. And I think it really is a hard issue too. And that's where, you know, we go back to, um, Lord, what what do you have for me? What are your priorities for me for this week? Um, So uh, yeah, I love that. Okay. So um, 
we're we're about to have to to go. I can't believe this, but um, what I I want to ask two more things. Okay. But the first thing is, where can people find you online? And I'm gonna put that download that you said mm-hmm. um, in the show notes. So y'all make sure you go to renrobbins.com/podcast and you'll find Sarah. Sarah's episode and you can find that download and it'll go straight to the free download that she has. But where can we find you as well? Yeah. So on, if you're on Instagram, it's just at soul planners, S O L planners. So there's a lot of little video tutorials and tips on there. And then on my website, which is just soulplanners.com. Okay. Perfect. The planners, obviously when, when it's planner season, it's, it's on there too. And this is going to be airing in July. And so when do you start kind of ramping up for your planners to go on sale? Usually early fall, they'll they'll be available to be ordered okay. um, for the 2022 year. Wow. Okay, great. Great. That's awesome. Okay. So the last three questions, little quick round questions that I ask all my guests is what are they eating, reading, and loving? And it's really just for me because I want to know what you're eating. I like to eat. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Recently eating, I um, made this <laughs> salad dressing. It sounds so weird, but it's a creamy jalapeno dressing. I have to give you the link to it because my new mission in life is what could I put in the salad dressing? I need like burgers, sandwiches, vegetables, salads, like whatever I can dip into this substance. I want to, it's so good. Really? My husband's the same way. Every time we have company now, he's like, you have to make that salad dressing. Why are we out of that salad dressing? I can't find it. <laughs> and I, I don't like spicy things. So when I say creamy jalapeno dressing, it's not spicy at all. It's just super fresh, refreshing, healthy. You'll love it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to look that up. Uh, I'm going to look at, yeah, when you send me the link, I'm going to look it up because I don't like spicy either, but if it's a good homemade dressing and healthy, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. What are you reading? Okay. I'm reading um, this book called Measure What Matters and it's mm-hmm. by John Dewar, Doer, D-O-E-R-R. It's kind of a ner- nerdy book. Um, if you're not into reading, don't even try it. But um, it really is this process of I love goals, goal setting, helping people reach their goals. It's a big passion of mine. And it's just like so many great concepts and ideas and practicals on how to measure what matters most to you. So it fits in so well with my little niche. So I'm loving that book right now. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Okay. All right. What are you loving? I've been loving gardening. Um, I know it'll be July when this airs, so hopefully my garden will be doing well. But every year I've failed miserably at gardening. So this year I decided let's just make this an epic big thing. So I have this huge, huge garden in my field. And I'm, I'm hope so far everything froze last week when it, we had a hard freeze and I lost everything. Oh, <laughs> It's not going well, but I'm still <laughs> loving it and I'm enjoying it. I love being outside. So I hope by the time July comes, I'm actually eating something from my garden. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that on your Instagram, how you have mapped out your garden. And I just was like mesmerized. I was like, this is awesome. Uh, my dad has a garden and uh, we're supposed to be moving in the next couple months. And so he made it 10 times, big, not 10 times, but like doubled it because we were, we were going to be with them. So we'll see. Right. But yeah, we had a freeze too last week. I was like, oh, no, that's great. And I love that because that can be a form of, you know, margin that you create in your life of going to your garden. I'm sure the kids love that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
when they play outside, it, it gives me outside to be with them and mm. have us do something together. That's awesome. One of my values when I went through my worksheet is just being outside and being mm. creative. And so it's a way for me to do both of those things with my family, which was another value. And it kind of ties them all in together. Mm, I can't wait to see that um, worksheet, that checklist that we can work through. That sounds great. Hey, thanks so much, Sarah. This was so fun. I told you earlier, it's like I'm just hanging out with a friend, which that's what I want the podcast to be anyway. So um, I'm so glad that Melody connected you and me. Melody is my podcast editor and she's precious. We've never met. On, in real life, but maybe one day, but um, I'm so excited to meet you and follow along and grab one of those planners. I, I can't wait. I think it's going to suit, suit exactly what I need. So yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for today's show. For more encouragement, hop on over to Instagram at friends of a feather podcast. I would love for you to send me a direct message and say hi. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Remember, we are all friends of a feather, so let's stick together. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye, friends.